To say that there's a big difference between what we think of as Chinese food and what is actually Chinese food is an understatement. First of all, China is a massive place with a variety of climates and regions. The over 1.3 billion people who live there don't survive on egg rolls, General Tao's chicken, and sweet and sour pork. Despite the fact that Chinese food isn't really Chinese food, it's still delicious. It's still tradition here, if not there, and although you likely wouldn't find a single dish from a North American Chinese restaurant anywhere in China, it doesn't mean that it's not good and that we shouldn't embrace it. The Chinese food I grew up eating is likely almost identical to the Chinese food that you grew up eating. Vegetables, stir-fried with soy sauce, fried rice with onion, peas, egg, and pork or chicken, chicken balls drenched in that thick red sweet and sour sauce, and egg rolls. Oh, the egg rolls with the ever-popular plum sauce. Sound familiar? I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today, I'm telling you everything I know about Chinese food. Now, as I've said before, my very first job was in a Chinese restaurant. Because of that, Chinese food holds a special place in my heart. It was always a favorite of my mother's, and I remember her throwing together these massive homemade Chinese food feasts as well. So I've eaten more, more than my fair share of Chinese food. Alright, enough chit-chat, let's get to it. Sauces. One of the main aspects of North American Chinese food, hereby referred to simply as Chinese food, is the sauces. From sweet and sour sauce to orange chicken sauce to general taos, they're all pretty much the same. Most Chinese food sauces have four different components. They have the base, which imparts the main flavor of the sauce. They have sugar, they have vinegar, and they have a thickener that is always cornstarch. There are other ingredients present in the sauces, but these make up the main components. The base. The base of a Chinese food sauce could be a lot of things. In the case of orange chicken sauce, the base is obviously orange juice. For sweet and sour sauce, the base is actually the vinegar and the sugar. And for General Tao's, the base of the sauce is more difficult to pinpoint because it doesn't have one main forward note. It has many. So soy sauce, ginger, garlic, chili, all of these make up the base. So why am I telling you this? Well, because if you know the base of the sauce, you know it has vinegar and sugar in it, and you know it's thickened with cornstarch, you could probably make a, a rough approximation of it. So vinegar and sugar. Once you've identified the base of the sauce, the next question is how sweet is it and how acidic is it? That'll tell you how much sugar and vinegar will be needed. For most of these sauces, it's a lot of sugar and a bit of vinegar. The exception is sweet and sour, which has a lot of both. Actually, let's talk about sweet and sour sauce for a minute. I make a version which is really just equal parts sugar, vinegar, water, and maraschino cherry juice. To this, I add a slurry of cornstarch and water and cook it until it's pretty thick. Pretty easy, right? Orange chicken sauce is pretty similar. Three parts orange juice, two parts sugar, one part vinegar. To that, I add a bit of soy sauce, ginger, and garlic, and then thicken it with a cornstarch slurry. You can get more complex with the sauces and add a pile of ingredients, but you don't have to. This will get you pretty close. Alright, let's talk about batter. A lot of meat in Chinese food is battered, especially the three dishes uh, we've been talking about so far. This batter is generally made of cornstarch, eggs, and water. Uh, pretty straightforward. The meat is simply cut into bite-sized pieces, dipped in the batter, and then deep-fried on 350 degrees Fahrenheit until it's crispy. Generally, big batches of this would be done in advance and then refried to order. You can do this at home, too. And once the meat is cooked and the batter is crisp, it is drained of any excess oil and then tossed with the sauce. Sometimes vegetables or whole dried chilies will be added as well, depending on the dish. Fried rice. One of my favorite Chinese dishes is also the simplest. 
fried rice. Really, all it is is day-old rice stir-fried with onion, sometimes carrot, often peas, soy sauce, and an egg. To this bits of pork or chicken may be added as well. The key to it is getting just the right amount of soy sauce and getting the egg cooked throughout the rice. Other than that, it's pretty straightforward. Using a wok. Okay, the next thing we're going to talk about here is using a wok. A wok is the main cooking vessel used in Chinese cooking. Becoming acquainted with it will help you master homemade Chinese food. The idea behind a wok in stir frying is that the heat is that high heat is used and food is cooked quickly. At home, it's often difficult to reach the temperatures needed to keep the wok hot enough to cook as quickly as they do in Chinese restaurants, but that's okay. Now, when using a wok at home, the key is heat management. You want to start the wok very hot, smoking hot. Everything you add to the wok is going to cause the temperature of it to go down. So every time you add something, you have to wait for the temperature to return. Uh, to what it was before uh, before you add anything else, excuse me. So at home, if you try to rush through cooking with a wok, you'll end up with a bunch of liquid pooled in the bottom. This is because the wok wasn't hot enough to evaporate the liquid coming out of the food. So this liquid pooled in the bottom of the wok, cooled it down even more so that the liquid came out of the food, and instead of stir-frying the vegetables to a tender crispness, crispness, not Christmas, crispness, you just boiled them. And every time you add something to wok, wait at least two minutes for the heat to recover before adding anything else. So while writing this, I realized that I have way too much to say about Chinese food than can be said in one post. So, and because of that, I'm going to stop here and pick up next Friday. So next Friday, in part two, we'll talk about egg rolls, noodles, vegetable dishes, and much more. I'll see you then. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, this has been part one of everything I know about Chinese food. Join me again next Friday as I go through part two, um, and you know, join me Monday. Um, some of you have probably noticed that I stopped doing questions of the week on Saturday. Um, I have, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to pick it back up or I'm going to replace it with something else or I'm just going to leave it blank. Uh, we'll see. It's, it's TBD, um, but I will keep you informed when I know. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody.